Hello, this is episode 284 of the Purple Psychology Podcast. I'm Nisha Rani. This episode is on isolation and sharing, as promised in the last episode. Jung was somebody who understood loneliness very well. He's a very famous quote on this. Loneliness does not come from having no people around, but from being unable to communicate the things that seem important to oneself, or from holding certain views which others find inadmissible. We can be surrounded by people and be lonely. Lots of people can be part of our lives, but not really know us at all. And in terms of growth and what I've been talking about, I'm not really sure that Jung ever made it past the fourth stage that donut. I think his expression on loneliness shows that he understood that place very well, but I'm not sure that he ever made it to the fifth stage. I would argue that he always hit the best of himself in a vault for 50 years after he died. And that it was in fact Catherine Briggs and Isabel Myers who brought his work to others and brought it to that fifth stage of sharing it with humanity. So that circle, that donut, that blue donut, what is it? The centre is nothing. It's no reaction. It's getting into a space where nothing is personal anymore. And the outer donut is no longer made up of opinions of others. Is you standing in a place that is devoid of fitting in. Is no longer needing validation from the outside world. It's taking actions and not because others will agree with them, but because it's your truth. You will be more likely to be not rewarded for this. One person described it to me as giving up the addictions of energies of others. And I think this is a really good way to put it. There's no sense of feedback And we live in a world that is becoming increasingly extrovert-driven, where we all require feedback and validation from younger and younger ages. And this is one of the biggest reasons for mental health challenges. Very few people live in the space of that blue donut. And very few people are encouraged to, which is a bigger deal. So what do you need? You need a reference point. And there's two ways to look at this. The best, this is a hard reference point for many to have. You might have managed it on a retreat with zero input from the outside world unplugged. But once you went back to real life, you probably didn't stay there. The worst, the worst is probably a much easier place for most people to relate to. I have a few weddings in mind with partners over the years. You know the place where you're the only gay who's picked on? Or those worst family events. I only go to funerals now. Well, you can make a list of all the ways you don't fit in. The ways that you're made to feel bad about yourself just for being you. Now flip it. Where do you want to be? What person do you want to be walking into the room? Where you are Teflon coated and you don't care about these people's opinions of you. You don't care about what they think of your writing or your work or what box you don't go in. That question, what do you do? I always just say I hate talking about my work and I have another question. I don't care about impressing, about fitting in, about being in the team, or even being part of the family. That's the place you live within the blue donut. It's immune, it's peaceful, it's unwinding from all of the games. It's uncaring, it's numb to it all in a way. And that's why I would argue that though Jung got 
the sense of that loneliness and that isolation of being in there. I don't feel that it's good to remain there. I think it's a very pivotal place to go to, to stand in your truth and to do a lot in the world. But it's not the place to remain to make a difference. But you need that gradient of difference to understand, to understand what you're capable of doing on your own without needing to fit in and without taking your actions out of needs of others. So it's it's a very pivotal benchmarking place. It's a reference place for you. You have no needs from others to fulfill. And the best version of this is when you're living in that blue place and there's people who get you. There's people who love you for who you are. They don't even have to agree with you, but they see that blue halo around you and they love it. And they know that it's unique to you, that each person's halo is unique to them. Which brings me to the next really important point, sharing. My phone and my inbox are filled with this sense of who else would I share this with? And I'm surrounded in my office by journals of my journey which has largely been completed by myself and finding the next parts of the trail to follow. I only realise how much I've been through, especially in the last eight years, when I start to see others go on this journey too. But I don't expect other people to be as strong or as independent as me. In fact, the biggest part of my work is being to others what I didn't have for myself and not wishing anyone to go through this journey alone or for it to be as difficult. So besides my inbox, there is another space you can go to. It's an open space run by a Buddhist Zen teacher. I'm probably going to mangle the name. So it's Reverend Angel Kyoto Williams. And I will share her book in the description too because I've been sending that to people that I've been working with. It's called Belonging. But there's certainly no sense of needing to fit in. You don't even need to be a Buddhist. This space provides what I call routine and staying on track. And anyone who's worked with me has got a personal routine to follow. Or practice, as this space calls it. It's a practice to meditate, but also to share. And both are vital for growth on this journey. So this is what the No Big Deal Sit provides. And I'll put a link in the description. There's a sense in this blue donut space of learning to sit in your own truth, of learning to have your own values, of being able to share that journey with people and stay on track without being derailed, which is what I provide for many people doing this. I don't have to agree with all of their work or all of their ideas or even understand most of what people are doing. Like I'm reminded this week, that one of my former clients has opened quite a unique gym in Australia. And I've never bothered to speak about the technicalities of what was involved in it. I knew it was a new system for exercise. And I learned more in the press release than I ever learned in speaking with him about it. But what matters is being able to encourage people to stay in their truth and being able to keep jumping through the hurdles and to keep believing in themselves and to keep believing in their system until they can then get to that magical fifth place and share it with everybody. 
that you don't have to be alone forever. But you need to go into that reference point to recognize your own truth and to be able to become immune from people who try to derail you. So it's a very critical part of this growth. And it's not one that many people want to do. Because as that person said, it's much easier for you to stay addicted to what you've been told as you grew up or that validation that you thought that you always needed or that sense of being fulfilled if you meet certain needs. So you're throwing all of that away. And for a time, it will seem like you've lost a lot of people from your life. But what you gain on the other side is beyond any connection that you could ever have believed in. 